0: It is the busiest crossing in North America, so important to the economy. And of course, there will be a new way to get between the U.S. and Canada. We had expected that it would be sooner rather than later, but with the pandemic, we knew there might be some delays. Now we know uh, just how long those delays will be. It may be 2025, uh, September or thereabouts. Uh, before we can cross the magnificent Gordie Howe International Bridge, which we see out of our window. And I don't know about you guys. I love to check on it every morning. Oh, yeah. It's Maybe. pretty. Mm-hmm. When I'm
1: on 75, I look up.
0: Yeah, it's just a fascinating uh, piece of engineering and architecture. And we welcome in uh, Heather Grondon, who is the Vice President of Corporate Affairs and External Relations for the Windsor-Detroit Bridge Authority. Heather, Good morning. Good morning. So we kind of knew uh, when we were up at Mackinac, we had heard some rumblings uh, that there may be some delays. Just fill us in on on what was behind the announcement yesterday.
1: Yeah. So, you know, we've been able to make great progress over the last few years and especially over 2023. And really what we were able to do over that time is, you know, see how how far we could go, how much work we could get done, but also take stock of how much is left to do. And with that and and reflecting on uh, the pandemic and impacts related to the pandemic, uh, we've now confirmed that the opening is going to now be um, fall 2025. So we expect completion to be done in September of 25 and opening to happen just a little bit after that.
0: What did, uh, Heather, the delay uh, cost, what is the cost going to be with the delay?
1: Yeah, so we've also increased the overall contract value. So our original contract value, which, which we had set in uh, 2018, was $5.7 billion Canadian. And we're now looking at an overall contract cost of $6.4 billion. So who covers that extended cost? Yeah, the government of Canada. So, as as we've always done, and as as the government of Canada had committed um, back in 2012, uh, Canada is financing the entirety of the project, and that does include this new contract value.
0: So, as as you look at that, obviously with that heavier load, you might have to recoup it. Will that impact the tolls that we pay?
1: No, you know, we're still looking. We haven't set our toll rate yet, um, but we will be setting it as a competitive rate. You know, we want to ensure that the bridge is accessible and that the bridge is used and that it's that ultimately the toll is set at a rate that will attract people to use it and then is also, you know, comparable to what other crossings of this nature would charge. So if this takes longer, that means more disruption to the communities where this construction is happening. What does this extended time mean for them? Yeah, so we definitely recognize that. And, you know, an important part of our project has always been our community benefits plan. So in recognition of the fact that we are having a longer construction period, you know, an extra nine to ten months, we are adding an extra year and an extra $3 million to our community benefits plan. So that $3 million will be split evenly on both sides of the border. So that will mean about another $1.5 million in community investments over that year of construction.
0: Uh, there are a lot of businesses over there though uh that are are pretty happy with the it being extended because they get a lot of business from the construction workers over there and so they're like oh well you know we'll we'll take it
1: Oh, you no, know, that is so true, so I, I won't drop any names. One of my favorite food trucks is very close to the <laughs> construction site, and I often see some of our branded vehicles in the parking lot nearby. So, um, you know, I do think there is, there is definitely some positives. I mean, it's another year of people working on the site, um, you know, on an average day not so much now in the winter, but Mm -hmm. over the spring, summer, and fall months, we have anywhere between 2,000 to 2,500 people working across our four sites. So that's more people working. That's more people visiting the businesses, as you noted. Um, more goods and services being um, being bought and paid for during that construction phase, and you know, and then more time for other businesses who might be able to leverage the bridge once it's in operations to kind of start thinking about what they should be doing and how they should be getting ready.
0: What are your your forecasts in terms of vehicle traffic? Um, you know pre-opening uh, in terms of the uh, the volume of trade and commercial vehicles, things like that going forward? Because that's kind of a, a good indicator of where our economy is headed and an economy that relies on this, this friendship with Canada.
1: Yeah, you know, I don't have exact numbers, but we're definitely anticipating that about 75% of the, the type of vehicles that will be crossing the bridge will be commercial traffic so really those long haul trucks that you see and what we're anticipating is you know obviously a number of regional businesses using the bridge but ultimately what we're expecting is uh, trade coming from basically montreal going through our corridor, and then all the way down to Laredo and into Mexico. So that's the general flow that we're expecting to see traffic come back and forth through. Uh, Heather, I watched the time lapse, and it's mm. interesting to watch this bridge being built and the two sides getting closer and closer to mm-hmm. touching. Oh, yeah. It's um the time lapse over t- twenty twenty three itself is just fascinating to see how much was done um you know really, I think our big achievement for twenty twenty three was those towers reaching their full height, so now fully standing at seven hundred and twenty feet, which is just amazing, and then the road deck, which if you can if you can imagine, we just started the part of the deck that goes over the river in december of twenty two and it's now well over fifty percent done.
0: So that's is that the main thrust for construction uh, in twenty twenty four extending to september of twenty five It's the road deck
1: definitely so over twenty four we can expect to see that road deck meeting in the middle. We'll probably see that happen around summer and then another big achievement that we're expecting this year is the completion of all of the state cable installation. So we have uh, 216 stay cables that need to be install- installed. Again, that work started just in 2023, and we expect to be able to complete all of that this year as well. So
0: you're going to have a celebration when you when that contact point happens, maybe a little handshake across the, the gap <laughs> yeah. there uh, as you're closing no, it?
1: We're definitely going to have to do something because I think that's, you know, when... In years from now when we look back and reflect on this bridge and the construction time of the bridge there are going to be key points that were really monumental and I definitely think that's one of them.
0: We should be broadcasting from there. I think so. There you
1: too. You. If, <laughs> if it's a warm month,
0: sure. Yeah. Well, yeah. 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 No
1: kidding. <laughs> yeah. I actually
0: listen Heather, you know we've made this offer before. We are up to broad be the first folks to broadcast live either from the road deck or and I know you guys don't mind heights uh, from one of the spires. I know you've got room up there. There's room for the three of us, I'll I'm see. sure.
1: I'll see what I can do. Okay. Okay. All right, Boy,
0: that's that's just the level of commitment I was looking for.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: well, uh, we're, we're glad that there uh, – we're sorry that there had to be a, a delay. We realize that there are so many things here that were beyond your control with the pandemic. Yeah the supply chain and disruption, things like that. Uh, we 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 welcome the construction conclusion, and thanks for being with us.
1: Oh, thank you so much.
0: And do take care. That's Heather Grondin, Vice President of Corporate Affairs and External Relations for the Detroit Windsor Bridge Authority. Uh, speaking of trade, uh, we've been watching what's happening in the Red Sea, right, with yeah. these container ships being attacked by mm-hmm. Houthi rebels, uh, the, the U.S. responding yesterday by taking out one of their uh, leading organizers. Uh, the cost of a forty-foot shipping container uh, crossing the Red Sea, the Asia-Mediterranean route, is now five thousand dollars. That is uh, roughly twenty-five percent higher than the cost of running it around the North American East Coast or or uh, from the Asia to Pacific route. So that's it's five thousand dollars per container versus four thousand everywhere else. That's going to impact what you pay for shipping going forward and And that isn't going to get any easier going forward; they expect that to still be a problem uh with the terrorists and the and the pirates there. but there's other things happening that can mess with our supply chain uh extreme weather number one risk for twenty twenty four The Panama Canal is having its worst drought since nineteen fifty when record keeping began. The wildfires in Canada disrupted the supply chain that's not expecting. It's not expected to get better Mm -hmm. this year. So brace for higher shipping costs in the new year. Uh, When we come back, 3,000 people were charged with unemployment fraud. They didn't do it. So how do you make amends there? Marie Osborne with that story next on JR Morning at 749.